Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome to the Culture News. My name is David Ferrero, and I have the pleasure to have over the phone a wonderful and very important man. His name is Mr. Tom Lutz. Let me spell it for you. L-U-T-Z. Tom Lutz. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal author. He does also a lot of other things. We're going to talk about it. A very prolific artist. We love these people. He has released this wonderful new book, which everyone listening to this show must purchase the very minute. It's called Born Sleepy. And I can guarantee you that Tom is not born sleepy. Uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful book. And I'm so thrilled and honored to have over the phone the very talented Mr. Tom Lutz. Tom, how are you today? Great. Thanks, David. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to, to have you. Thank you again for taking some time with us today. So first, I would love to know a little bit about yourself. Can you tell us where are you from and what brought you to become an author? Uh, I was born in New Jersey uh, many, 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 many years ago. And uh, I, was, uh, I, I wandered around uh, this, this country um, to Connecticut, Massachusetts, down to Florida, out to Iowa, California, back to Iowa, back to California. So I'm, I've lived many places, but uh, started off as a kid in New Jersey. And I wow. became an author. I became an author. Uh, I slightly by accident. I had a teacher in seventh grade who told us to write uh, uh, something, and that she didn't care if it was poetry or prose or how long it was or what 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 it was. She just wanted us to write whatever we felt like writing. And after I wrote it, she told me I had a gift that I was that I was a beautiful thing, and that uh, I should cherish that gift. And I think I became an author that day. And it turns out that because I talked to a, a, a very close friend from those years, 30 years later, and he told me that she had told him the same thing, and he knew that what he had written was terrible. So he's, he said he, he thinks it was just a, a kind of pedagogical technique of hers. She told us to write whatever we wanted, then she praised us for it to kind of give us confidence in our own voice. Um, but I took, it, uh, I took it quite literally and, and believed her and uh, ended up in this career by accident. And accidents happen for good reasons sometimes. <laughs> and, and out of that, you, you just didn't stop from being uh, an author. You did more than that. You're the founder and editor-in-chief of the Los Angeles Review of Books, the LARB, the, the LARB, uh, yes. Los Angeles Review of Books, which is absolutely amazing because you guys have uh, the quarterly journal. You have the radio hour uh, uh, you, I, I love to advertise the competitors. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I love, we have the law publishing workshop and we have the large books. This is, and you have events, uh, uh, year round. So you did absolutely wonderful things. And in, in the, really with this, uh, wonderful, I would say, uh, nice brand, you know, the Los Angeles preview books, everybody knows about it. Uh, can, can you tell us what motivated you to create this wonderful, I should say, organization? The Los Angeles yeah. Review of Books. Sure, uh, we, you know, it was about ten years ago, and uh, at that point, all around the country, uh, book reviews were dying. Uh, the, the book review used to be a standard part of any great newspaper, um, a, a Sunday supplement that would run through twenty or thirty different books and um, and give you a sense of what was going on in publishing. And uh, around because of the decline of the American newspaper, uh, because of the new digital world that we live in, 
um, one of the first things that went went away was the book review section. So the Chicago Tribune killed its section, the Boston Globe killed its book section, the, the uh, Denver paper, the, the uh, Atlanta paper, the, the uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, they all killed their book reviews. And I thought, well, you know, this is where I learned about literature. It's where it was, you know, in, in, a, in a world before podcasting and before radio. So, I, uh, you know, before radio t- uh, book shows, for sure. And so I, uh, I thought, you know, I, uh, I should do something to replace this lost part of the, the literary ecology, this lost species in the, in the world of literature. And so I decided I would start a, a new book review. And uh, because all of us who are writers um, were feeling this loss, we were all feeling like, you know, the, the, the world was changing and not for the better with this, with the decline of, of book reviewing, that uh, people were very excited about it and, 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 and pitched in and, you know, it started off completely volunteer. We were just, uh, we were doing it on a shoestring and uh, many, many hands went into making it uh, what it is today. Um, and it's because people realize that you know, this is a this is part of part of our culture that we 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 need to uh, we need to protect and preserve. And indeed, you're doing way more than that. Again, I I can't uh, you know is the the funny thing always when when we have great people. It's always interesting for me to hear how humble they are <laughs> about <laughs> their accomplishments. Um, it's. Uh, yeah, de- definitely. Uh, you heard the very humble version uh, of Tomlin's uh, <laughs> achievements, but I can guarantee you there is way more than that. Uh, I invite everyone, by the way, to go on the website, TomLuckWriter.com, and you can read about this amazing, amazing uh, person, uh, Tom Lutt, my guest today. His wonderful book, uh, Born uh, Slippy. C- can you tell us now? Let's talk about this book. Okay, so this phenomenal book, what motivated you? Because you wrote like eight books, uh, but this one is your first uh, uh, novel. You know, can you tell us about what motivated you to read that book and what is the story behind it? Well, I I always wanted to be a novelist. I I think the novel is uh, the queen of the sciences. I think it's the, the most sophisticated form of human understanding that we've developed. Uh, It's just an incredible tool for understanding. And and not mine in particular, maybe, but uh, but the the form in general. So I've I've loved novels all my life. I've written about novels as a literary critic, um, as a a literary historian. And and so it's it's a form that I've always assumed one day I was going to, I was gonna try my hand at it I was just procrastinating for a long time by writing these other books. And uh, I, I, finally, uh, I finally got around to it. I started it around the same time that I started Los Angeles Review of Books. It was, uh, you know, that, that they say that uh, if you want something done quickly, give it to a busy person. Um, so I, it was because I was too busy um, with Los Angeles Review of Books and in my teaching job, I, uh, I somehow found the time to write the novel as well. And I'm glad I did. I just, I, I loved writing it. I love the process of, of writing fiction. It's, it's the most fun I've ever had as a writer. Uh, and I have no idea why it took me so long to kind of finally sit down and do it. 
Well, it took you so long because you, you're doing a lot of good things, you know, <laughs> also uh, for good reason. Um, so I, I love, you know, to listen to what all these great things uh, that, that you're doing. So to get back to Born Sleepy, um, mm-hmm. it's about this unusual friendship. Uh, was it inspired by your real life? Well, there are there are there are little bits and pieces of my real life in it. Yes, absolutely. And there are there are little uh, portraits of people who are actually part of my real life here and there. They're stuck in. They're all kind of repurposed and and uh, the names changed to protect the innocent and and the guilty. But uh, yeah, there are there there are aspects of it that are that are from my real life. And the the germ of the of my character Dimitri who is a kind of charming sociopath. Uh, you know, there was a, there was a, there was a person who, who was the inspiration for that character. He, Dimitri, of course, uh, kills a lot of people and, and my friend never killed anybody. <laughs> so there are some very significant differences. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a real life model. Um, he's morphed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a very funny process writing a novel. You start, you start, you think you know where you're going. You think you know who your characters are. You have a real sense of them. You're living with them day in and day out. And but they, like real people, they surprise you. They have aspects of their character that you didn't realize right away. The the situations that you throw them into as a writer kind of change them and make them into slightly different people. So. He's, he he changed uh, over the course of the writing of the novel and uh, and became his own his own person in a way. But you know, in every of your books, I think this is um, also part of your signature. You always put part of yourself. You know, you you put part of your soul uh, in it all the time, and uh, it's like you know your children in a way. You know, so you have already yeah. a nice. Big family. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Uh, b- before we are uh, starting to arrive toward the end of this interview, I still have really some questions I really want to ask you. Is uh, uh, f- first, I would love uh, to know more about your your projects. What, what are you doing next uh, besides Born City? What are your next uh, projects with uh, this um, uh, amazing thing uh, of yours called the Los Angeles Review of Books? Uh, where would you like it to grow? What are your projects around it? And also as an author, uh, I know you always have uh, a story in the back of your head somewhere. Yes. Uh, well, the, the Los Angeles Review of Books is, um, continues to evolve. We keep, uh, we keep coming up with new initiatives, keep uh, trying to kind of expand what we're doing as, way, as a way to kind of, um, you know, like a, like a shark, we have to keep moving or die. So we are, we're always we're always looking for new new ways to kind of build on what we have. We're up to about 10 million pages a year being read on the site. So and we're read in uh, in you know in 160 countries every month, and um, it's a, about 40% of our readership is overseas, um, 60% in the U.S. So we we we've, we're kind of a worldwide. Um, uh, influence in the in the world of uh, publishing now, which is um, very gratifying and and great, and and I think we're uh, we're we're really interested in just getting better and better at what we do in each of the each of the various areas that we're working. 
And yeah. indeed, you yeah. you are getting better and better. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sarira. I have the privilege, and I really mean that, the privilege to have over the phone this lovely, adorable person named Mr. Tom Lux. Tom Lux, L-U-T-Z. Check out his great website, TomLuxWriter.com. Um, check out everything about him. Read all his books. And most importantly, purchase his most recent book, which nearly just got released, like barely, if I count well, barely a week ago. Uh, yes. So, no, yeah, a week ago. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, you definitely want to read this amazing book called, this great book called Born Sleepy, Sleepy, S-L-I-P-P-Y, Born Sleepy. Um, you can purchase that book on all the major platforms, but you can also purchase it, of course, on the website, TomLuxWriter.com. Tom, thank you so much for being with us today. David, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and congratulations for what you're doing. More music now on iHeartRadio, while all you guys are going to purchase the book of Tom Lux. We're going to play this great music. We'll be back right after. Thank you. Thank you.